At Total Wine & More, find the best gifts for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for sis or a single-barrel bourbon that dad will love. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. B21. Where can you find the best gifts at great low prices that everyone will love? At Total Wine & More, of course, with so many great bottles to choose from. Find something for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for your sis, sparkling wine for a coworker, or a single barrel bourbon for dad. And if you need any help, just ask one of their friendly guides for advice. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly, B21. Whoa, <laughs> just got hit by a seat. Hi, this is Play Me a Recipe. I'm Kristen McGlory. Welcome to my home kitchen, where it was 88 degrees yesterday. Whenever it gets this hot, what I want is Dory Sanders' genius no-churn lemon ice cream, so that's what I'll be making today. The recipe is linked in the show notes if you need to refer to it, but otherwise we'll be gathering ingredients and cooking everything alongside each other, and you can always feel free to pause or jump back if you need to catch up. So this recipe makes the creamiest, most scoopable, and least icy no-churn ice cream that I have ever tried. But that is all because of a natural reaction that happens between the ingredients, not because of any special technique. So what you'll need are just lemons, sugar, salt, heavy cream, and whole milk. You won't need an ice cream maker, but you will need something like an eight inch cake pan to pop the mix into the freezer preferably a metal one because metal is much faster at getting cold than glass or ceramic is. Since my baking pans are mostly glass, I'm going to just freeze it right in the metal bowl that I'm mixing it in with some beeswax wrap to cover the top of the bowl tightly. You'll also need to grab a few measuring cups, a one cup measure, a quarter cup, and a liquid measuring cup. And you'll need a few tools to get all of the zest and juice out of the lemons. A microplane zester, a sharp knife, and whatever you like to use for juicing. I often just use my hands, but since we need a quarter cup of juice, I'm using one of those wooden citrus reamers and a small strainer to catch the seeds. You will also need something to stir the ice cream like a silicone spatula or a wooden spoon, but you're not going to need it for a couple hours. So this is also a good moment to warn you that while this ice cream is extremely low tech and won't take a lot of your time, you will have to wait a few hours to get your ice cream, but it'll be worth it. This recipe always comes to mind as it starts getting hotter because not only is it no churn, it's also completely no cook. Unlike a lot of ice creams and sorbets that have you start with making a custard base or a simple syrup, and it's really no work at all. And honestly, I can't imagine much tasting better or feeling more refreshing on those really, really heavy, hot summer days than this super bright, creamy lemon ice cream. It comes from Dory Sanders, a peach farmer and novelist in Filbert, South Carolina. And when I called Dory to find out more about this recipe as I was researching it for our cookbook Genius Desserts, she told me about the big family reunions that she would go to growing up where the adults would make lemon ice cream with one of those hand-cranked machines and the kids would draw straws over who got to lick the dasher. But then in the 1990s when she was working on the recipes for her cookbook, Dory Sanders Country Cooking, she was using an electric churn and the texture just wasn't coming out right. I think that the action of the machine churning was actually overdoing it. 
because lemon and dairy just want to naturally get creamy all on their own. So she realized that she could do a lot less here. She could just whisk them together and watch the lemon magically thicken the cream. Okay, let's get started. The very first thing you should do is make sure that you have enough room in your freezer to tuck your baking pan or your bowl or whatever you're going to be freezing the ice cream in. That is no small feat. I have just done that. And now I can start zesting my lemons. So I'm using a microplane zester and I'm using the trick that my boss Meryl showed me probably close to a decade ago now, which is to always zest with the zester above the citrus so that you're collecting all of your lemon zest on top of the zester and not dropping it all over the cutting board and losing a lot of those really fragrant oils in the process. And it's just really easy to take off of the zester if it's all gathered up like that, you could just take your finger and swipe it into the measuring spoon if you're measuring. So you're going for about a tablespoon of zest, which I think I will probably get from these two lemons. And you will also need about a quarter cup of juice, which if you have two big lemons, you should be fine. If they're smaller, you might want three lemons. Okay, that's all my zest. I'm not gonna bother measuring. I'm just gonna swipe it into my bowl. Now I'm going to roll the lemons on the cutting board to make them as juicy as I can, just to make it a little easier as I'm squeezing. Okay, those feel nice and squishy. So I'm gonna cut them in half. And start using my citrus reamer to just catch as much juice as possible in this quarter cup measure. Whoa, <laughs> I just got hit by a seed. Now I'm just gonna pour all that juice through the strainer. So if you didn't have lemons on hand, you could use limes or maybe even grapefruit or a mix of citrus. But the one thing you don't wanna do is to use too much citrus that is just kind of sweet and not very acidic, like oranges or tangerines. You wanna make sure that the bulk of the citrus you're using is really puckery and acidic because you need it for the reaction with the dairy that's coming, but also for flavor. Okay, now I'm gonna add in my sugar. This recipe calls for a cup of sugar, which might feel like a lot, but it, is really helpful for helping the ice cream not freeze too solid so that it stays nice and scoopable and for balancing out all of that lemon juice. Some people on Food52 have cut back the sugar or used sugar substitutes and not been disappointed, but just know that if you start using less sugar or lower fat milks, you're more likely to get harder, icier ice cream since the more free water, the more ice crystals will form. So you can just think about granita as the extreme version of that. It's basically frozen juice and it ends up like a big pile of shaved ice. And last ingredient for now is just a pinch of salt. Dory calls for an eighth of a teaspoon, but I think a pinch is fine here. And that looks like this delicious looking lemon slush. 
and I will grab my dairy out of the fridge. Here we're using a cup of heavy cream and a cup of whole milk, but if you have half and half, that would work instead because that's basically the proportion we're talking about here. Also, I have seen on Food 52 that some commenters have used coconut milk instead because that is a good mimic for the fattiness of heavy cream and milk if you get full fat coconut milk. So give that one a try. I'm going to slowly whisk in this dairy into my lemon slushy mix. I'm going to probably want to stabilize my bowl so it doesn't whisk off the counter. <laughs> so I'm just gonna roll a towel and tuck it under the bowl so it's got a little nest to sit in. Okay, yeah, that feels pretty stable. So I'm pouring with my left hand slowly while whisking with my right hand. And immediately it's starting to loosen up this sugary lemon slush. So right now, all of my dairy has gone in and it's looking kind of like the texture of maybe, I don't know, really good thick buttermilk or a light cream or something. And now Dory has you whisk it until the sugar is dissolved. So you'll, you'll feel that it won't be quite as like, it's not scraping along the bottom as much. You could also even just kind of dunk a finger in and see if all the sugar is dissolved. So that might take a minute or two. It's pretty amazing. As soon as the dairy hit the lemon juice, it started to thicken. The first time I saw lemon juice and cream come together in this way, I did not believe it, especially because I also remember the first time that I put milk and lemon into a cup of tea and saw the milk break into tiny little curds. But cream is different. That fat helps keep it from separating, but it does allow it to thicken. There are actually lots of genius recipes that harness that reaction. The first place I saw it was in Richard Olney's Fresh Fig and Mint Salad, where the salad dressing is just lemon and cream whisked together. But it's also in Barbara Kafka's Creamy Lemon Pasta, Kenji Lopez-Alt's 10-Minute Lime Cracker Pie, and Roberto Santibanez's Mango Cream with Berries. Okay, I'm going to get off of my Genius Recipes soapbox and cover my bowl. with my beeswax wrap and stick it in my freezer. So that needs three to four hours total and two to three hours to firm up before I go give it a stir. I will tell you that some renegades on Food 52 have skipped the stirring and still come out with creamy ice cream, but I like to do it just to check on the status anyway but it's great to know that if you forget, it will still be okay. So I'm gonna go clean up the kitchen and figure out what to do with the raw potato that my one-year-old bit a chunk out of. I will meet you back here after the break.
You reach for the top olive oils and invest in the best pans. But in the kitchen, how well do you care for your greatest tool, your hands? When mine take a beating cooking and cleaning, which is often, I use Bag Bomb to work its wonders on my poor, distressed skin. Created 125 years ago on a Vermont dairy farm, their soaps smell great and clean hands without stripping moisture, and their fast-absorbing lotion means I can quickly get back to cooking. Treat your hardworking hands to Bag Bomb, every chef's best friend. Use code FOOD52 for 20% off your order on bagbomb.com. Good through 2024. You reach for the top olive oils and invest in the best pans. But in the kitchen, how well do you care for your greatest tool, your hands? When mine take a beating cooking and cleaning, which is often, I use Bag Bomb to work its wonders on my poor, distressed skin. Created 125 years ago on a Vermont dairy farm, their soaps smell great and clean hands without stripping moisture, and their fast-absorbing lotion means I can quickly get back to cooking. Treat your hardworking hands to Bag Bomb, every chef's best friend. Use code FOOD52 for 20% off your order on bagbomb.com. Good through 2024. And we're back. I'm Kristen McGlory, and I'm making Dory Sanders' Genius No-Churn Lemon Ice Cream. You can find the recipe in the show notes. If you've been following along, you know that we whisked together our ice cream base and stuck it in the freezer, and now it's been about three hours, and I'm ready to check on it. And by the way, that potato that my daughter left in her wake was microwaved with a few others, squashed flat, and then crisped up in a pan in some garlicky olive oil. It was really good. Okay. I'm going to pull it out of the freezer. All right, it's definitely firm around the edges, liquidy in the middle with kind of like a frozen lake vibe. Frozen on top, liquidy in the middle, not one you'd wanna skate on. And now I'm just gonna smush in these frozen sides and mix it all up and stick it back in the freezer. And it's mixing together really easily. It almost is the texture of soft serve as I'm mixing it back up. And it looks really creamy and very good. And we're gonna sneak a taste. Mm. Man, that is so good. It's not as tart as it was before I started freezing it. Now I feel like more of the lemon zest and kind of floral lightness is coming out. I'm very excited to eat this. Under normal circumstances, you would only need to freeze it for another hour, but it's very late and I'm gonna go to bed. So I'm gonna have ice cream for breakfast in the morning. I'm gonna stick it back in, tightly covered again with my beeswax wrap. And go to bed. This is the point when some Food 50 tours have piled the sludgy, soft serve ice cream into a pie crust and frozen it fully solid into like a graham cracker crust or a ginger snap crust. One person named Toddy even piled a meringue on top of that and then torched it. So it got those toasty tips. So I'm really impressed with Toddy. Okay, I will see you in the morning. Good morning, my ice cream is ready. I'm gonna pull it out of the freezer. Right, it's definitely firm all the way through, but diving in with my ice cream scoop, I can immediately just pull off a very creamy, smooth looking scoop, which, I mean, that's hard to do even with store-bought ice cream sometimes. You know, that first scoop is just hard as a rock and you have to be patient. You don't have to be patient with this one because of the right balance of cream and lemon and sugar, keeping it from freezing too solid and making it scoopable and more importantly, biteable. 
So I'm going to go in for a bite. The flavor of that is just unreal. It's creamy and lemony. And the lemon itself has a lot of different dimensions between the zest and the juice. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot my words there for a second. I'm getting like little tiny bits of texture from the lemon zest, which is really lovely. If you wanted to fancy it up, my favorite way is with the candied sesame seeds from Estella Restaurant. It's another super simple and low-tech recipe and does not even require a candy thermometer and takes about 10 minutes. Or since I'm eating this for breakfast, maybe granola would be good on top. But I think you'll also love it just like this, snagged out of the freezer whenever you need a little pick-me-up. So, is your ice cream creamy, not icy, and deeply lemony? Are you already dreaming up ways to eat this for breakfast? I am. Let me know how it went by leaving us a rating and review. We'll be playing new recipes weekly, and if there's a Food 52 recipe you'd like to hear us make, email it to us at podcast at food52.com.